time for our spotlight on KRWC. And on the third Tuesday of each month, we save some time out for friends from the University of Minnesota Extension Service and Taylor Herbert of the U of M Extension uh, Agency for Wright, McLeod, and Meeker counties, a crop uh, specialist and certified crop advisor, joins us for today's program. And she's got a special guest she'll introduce to us. Taylor, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, kind of feeling a little bit like um, planting season, and I trust we're going to talk quite a bit about that. Yep, definitely want to highlight a little bit about that. Um, But first, I want to introduce a special guest we are going to have with us for the summer here. We have our new intern, uh, Natalie Newman, who's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Hi, uh, I'm Natalie. I'm from outside of Buffalo um, on my family's uh, crop and beef farm. Um, I am the horticulture and crops intern in the Buffalo office, but also serving in the McLeod and Meager counties area, too. Awesome. Thanks, Natalie. So what do you, what's one thing you're looking forward to uh, this summer, working with Extension, maybe specifically on crops? I'm definitely excited to get out into those uh, nice field days and check out um, some crop scouting as well. Yeah, definitely. Yesterday we, we got out and we were checking out some alfalfa fields, doing some sampling there. Uh, to be determining that first cut, and we also got to see some nice bugs and maybe some other stuff. Well, that sounds good. Um, is uh, Natalie, I don't know for sure if Natalie can hear me or not, but uh, is she a college student or going to be one soon? Yeah, Natalie, what are you, what are you studying? So I just finished my freshman year at South Dakota State University studying ag business and entrepreneurial studies. Excellent. Yeah, so hopefully she'll she'll be bringing in some different perspectives here. Um, I don't know much about the business side of things, to be honest. I'm more of a plant person, so she's she's going to be good. We're going to hopefully uh, do some projects here, maybe focus a little bit more on farm management uh, and things like that with having her along. That's great. Well, Natalie, welcome, and uh, maybe we will bump into you in person, if not uh, in studio here, maybe uh, at the county fair or, or somewhere along the line here this year. Definitely, yep. You'll be seeing her around quite a bit. That's great. Uh, well, Taylor, we since we last talked, I think um, now I preface this by saying some parts of the states uh, south of us yeah. got some torrential rains that are going to set things back. But um, for the center section here, or at least our little niche, uh, things are looking a lot better than they were a month ago. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I was driving around this weekend and, and yesterday and saw a bit of corn emergence, actually, and, and small grains as well. I mean, we're definitely seeing small grains. We've been seeing those for probably the last week or so uh, popping out of the ground. But I was really happy to see some corn coming up yesterday. Um, so that pretty much made my day. Um, and, uh, yeah, seeing quite a bit of it, I would say, and still seeing some planters out there, of course, as well. Uh, I spoke to a farmer yesterday uh, in actually kind of Sibley County, so right kind of on the border there, um, who said he was about 80% done with corn and maybe 30% done with beans. So I think that's fairly typical. There might be some people, I know there are pockets of Wright County that aren't quite there yet, maybe closer to 30% corn, 50% corn. Um, but I know they can get in there and get it done pretty quickly. And yeah, we've had some pretty good weather here, luckily, um, compared to some of our Southern neighbors. Um, but I think people are definitely getting out, definitely seeing some tillage still going on as well. Um, 
but yeah, definitely, definitely seeing some tractors out there in the field. You know, I was uh, I've been talking with a few different people, and uh, as the topic kind of comes around to uh, springtime and uh, you know weather wise. Uh, for as long as the winter seemed to last, when it made its mind up that it was done, uh, it's it's kind of surprising how green everything is and how, um, you know, uh, a fairly quick turnaround once we got over the hump, I guess is the best term for it. Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, I kind of mentioned we've been monitoring some alfalfa fields, and really last week they picked up. I mean, they were maybe three, four inches, and then when we measured yesterday... We got an average of 16 inches. So last week, really, really, some of that heat really picked things up. Um, and as well, you know, I saw there are several fields around where, you know, right when the snow melted, I saw some green. I thought, oh, my gosh, huh, what's going on there? And went over and talked and, and figured it was a, a rye cover crop there. And so that popped up really quick, too. Um, and I'm seeing some, um, some fields there that were planted in the fall are now growing, and, and they're doing really well right now. Um, Maybe again that ten inch ten inch height or so on some of that cover crop that they'll be taking for forage for some dairy cows. Um, but yeah, looking really really good. We of course uh, at KRWC are uh, affiliate of the Linder Farm Network, and of course they cover not only Minnesota but um, other parts of adjoining states. <laughs> and so they give you know quite a broader uh, scope of things. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of the coverage area that they have, they've been mentioning that there are some uh, growers that are already kind of contemplating maybe having to switch to a, uh, a different type of seed or, you know, getting uh, a little shorter varieties. I suspect that's probably not the case here, right? Yeah, I, I think maybe we're getting a little close to it. I know when we're hitting the mid part of May, um, it's really about how much of those growing degree days have accumulated uh, since maybe that first good day of planting. And I kind of, you know, I kind of keep an eye on it. And when I was looking at today and yesterday, I think we hit maybe that 115 growing degree days, which is where after that we start seeing a little bit of a drop off in yield with some of those traditional varieties. Um, we hit that on maybe May 14th or so, uh, May 12th. And so, you know, we can start thinking about it. Maybe if you can't get in this week, next week, um, look at doing some of those shorter day varieties. Um, but I think we're doing okay here, especially with some of the heat we've been getting. Are there specific areas, Taylor, that are not able to be planted yet, or is it kind of spotty? Yeah, I. so the fields I looked at, I looked at a few last week, um, and the soil moisture looked pretty good. You know, I picked up a few clods, and they crumbled pretty nicely. Um, and really when we were looking at where that moisture was, it was maybe an inch or inch and a half or so there underneath the surface, and that's pretty perfect. Um, I, I've, I did talk to one farmer in Wright County who said he was he, that he felt he was in a pocket there of area that wasn't quite getting in. Some of those low spots, if you've got, you know, we've got some some hills here, and so, so if you've got some of those low spots where uh, maybe you've got some more soil moisture accumulating there. That might not, you know, you might be waiting to get into those kinds of fields. Um, so here and there, maybe, you know, parts of Meeker and McLeod County where we are a little bit more flat, um, we're doing a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think we're, doing, we're doing okay. Yeah, I've talked to some people that are maybe a little bit more behind than they would like to be, of course. Taylor Herbert is our guest, extension educator, specialist uh, with crops in the uh, Wright-McLeod-Meeker County areas. 
Uh, Taylor, I don't know about some of the other service areas that you visit, but I know here in Wright County we've got quite a wide variety of soil types. You know, you go up in the northern part of the county and you've got more of the sandy mm-hmm. type things, and I suspect they've been at it for a while, but then you've got more, you know, moving down south, um, more clay-based, and so it's a, a wide variety. Definitely, yep. And I think the one, the one, I did see a bunch of fields emerged yesterday in McLeod County. Uh, today, or yesterday, I saw one in Wright County, and yep, it was definitely one of those sandier fields. Um, that was emerging here, but, uh, no, that definitely comes into play, um, when we're talking about moisture and retaining moisture and, and some of that infiltration. So those sandier soils, of course, that, that moisture moves down pretty quick, uh, and we can get in there, uh, a lot faster, uh, compared to the clay. They like, they really like to hold on to some of that soil moisture. Um, and with, you know, some of that, we, we do kind of caution getting in there and doing tillage on those soils. Uh, when you get those big clods, uh, when you are working the soil, when it's wet, uh, you are not necessarily going to get really good seed to soil contact when you are planting, and that's what's really, really important. You know, so we also emphasize planting when the soil conditions are right. You know, we're stressing about temperature, and we do really stress as well about soil temperature, uh, and not and waiting to plant until you know we don't get some of that injury with the cold water getting into seeds and things like that. Um, but for now, um, it's really about soil conditions. So. Maybe trying to stay out and not do that tillage. I know it's tempting, um, but not do that tillage and wait uh, until we get a little bit, a little bit more evaporation there, uh, and and you get really good seed to soil contact if you do that. All right. I know you mentioned uh, the alfalfa situation. I'm not sure if uh, you were mm-hmm. finished up on that or if there's still a, a couple of points there. Oh yeah. So we we checked out some fields yesterday in Wright and McCall counties. Um, we're right now we're checking out for that that peak analysis. So we're looking for what's the the, the relative feed value. Uh, we sent the samples away to the lab yesterday. Hopefully we'll be getting those results back today. Um, but we're looking we're looking pretty good right now. We're thinking maybe we know one farmer definitely wants to do first cut maybe next week. Um, but that that field was closer to to about 20 inches tall there. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, we also did see a little bit in in McLeod County, we saw a little bit of alfalfa weevil. So we saw some adults, um, but we didn't see enough seeding to really be concerning there. Um, we just, we really think about scouting, scouting for those in the first week of May. Uh, and with kind of the late spring we had, you know, we kind of delayed it a little bit. And when we went out, we were, we were checking for them, but we didn't see enough um, really to be concerning. Uh, and alfalfa has really taken off, like I mentioned, over the last week or so or over the weekend. So just keep an eye on that forage quality. Um, keep an eye out for those results. We'll be releasing those, um, you know, on radio, on news releases, everywhere we can, we can send them so you can get your hands on them. Um, we'll be sending out those news releases to, uh, with those results from the lab uh, in the next day or so. Um, and then the other thing we did see a little bit of, we, you know, we saw some symptoms of, uh, was stemphilium leaf spot. Um, so this is a cool season foliar disease. Uh, it, it causes these irregularly shaped tan lesions with a dark border. So it's pretty distinctive. Um, I took a look at that and thought, mm, that doesn't really quite look like uh, insect feeding here. Uh, it looks a little bit, looks a little bit like uh, a, a leaf disease. So the thing about this one is it does favor those cooler temperatures and moist weather. So, you know, pretty indicative of, of the weather that we have been having. Um, and it really shows up around first and second cut. So, but not too serious. Just keeping an eye out for it. If you if you get concerned, if you want to go out and check your fields, 
uh, take a look at some of that, um, those, those tan lesions with a dark border, uh, not super serious. Uh, only in extreme, extreme cases does it cause defoliation. So, you know, just keeping an eye out for it. And again, there also, there aren't really control measures that are economic or, or out there. So really it's just best case is taking maybe a slightly earlier cut um, if you really have a lot of damage. But again, I didn't see a lot. Just, just keeping an eye out for it. Um, it was just in one section of a field. So we're not too concerned. Just, just, uh, just something we're noticing. Anything else on the bug front that we're taking a look at here? Yeah, no, no, not really. I mean, the alfalfa weevils too, the, depending on which, if you want to spray or not, you know, some people, they take first cut and then they spray, you know, maybe four or five days after, um, for that, for that second cut. Um, but that economic threshold really depends on, uh, the number of larvae per stem and then also the maturity. So if you're close enough to bud or close enough to first cut, you might as well just, again, it's kind of more beneficial just to harvest. Um, than to use that money and, and apply an insecticide just to take, you know, maybe a slight, a slight, slight hit um, on your forage quality uh, rather than put out that insecticide. Um, and then otherwise for, for cut, for cutworm, black cutworm here in Wright County, we've got some good news. Um, I've had a trap out, pheromone trap here for about a month and haven't really gotten any significant catches. So we're looking pretty good there uh, with, with cutworm and as well in Meeker and McLeod counties, we've got some traps there. And I know those ones haven't had any significant catches either. Uh, really, there's, again, there's those southern counties like Rock and Martin uh, that might have some corn cutting there in the last week of May. They've had a couple significant flights, significant catches of those moths. Uh, but further north, we really haven't had anything. So I consider that pretty good news. You know, I go out and check the trap every day and I think, oh, maybe, you know, you know, you don't want to see anything. Um, but again, it's, it's kind of boring going out and looking at and seeing no- nothing, no moths, which, you know, <laughs> all in all, is, is a pretty good thing. So we're pretty happy there. Taylor Herbert is visiting with us with the U, uh, U of M Extension Service here in Wright, as well as McLeod and Meeker counties. Uh, let's check the events list here. I know some of these are uh, actually uh, in some of the other uh, areas of study or divisions, so uh, we can mention those. Yep. Yeah, we always like to, you know, we work together, Emily and, and Karen and I, and we like to highlight each other's events as well. And and as you know, right now, I'm not about to have any craps events because uh, I don't, you know, farmers in the field. And I know if I had something, nobody would attend anyway. Um, but we've got we've got some honey beekeeping field days coming up. Uh, so you can come and, and look and see what it's like inside a honey bee colony. Uh, these these uh, events are being offered throughout the state. But we've got one coming up on Thursday, May 25th, from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Clear in Clearwater at Big Woods Nectar. So that's at 14688 Grover Ave Northwest in Clearwater. And, uh, you know, we're always a little bit worried about working with bees, but you'll know that bee veils and bee jackets will be provided for participants during this workshop. Um, but you can choose to wear your own protective equipment if you would like. Um, and, of course, please do not attend if you're allergic to honeybees. Um, we really can't be liable for, for things like that. So. Um, it's probably just best to stay home and participants must be 18 years or older. So, um, unfortunately, you know, no, no kids there, but, uh, but if you are interested and you're an adult, you know, you can register, uh, pre-registration is at z.umn.edu slash beekeeping days, 2023. Uh, or you can give Emily Hansen a call at 612-304-6302. 
uh, and that is in Clearwater. And so what, pretty excited. I think that'll be pretty cool. What's the date on that again, Taylor? Yep, it is May 25th. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds well, that interesting. Yeah. And strategic mm-hmm. farming, you've got the note on that, too. Yep, yep. We really like uh, highlighting these. We're back again. So strategic farming has a... Uh, uh, a crops updates that go on during the winter time, and that's more of, you know, keep an eye out. Uh, here's a heads up. Here's what we saw last year. Uh, but during the summer and during the spring, we start with field notes. So this is really uh, looking at what, what's going on out in the field in this moment. So what are the challenges? What are some of the pests that are coming? Um, other agronomic issues, uh, things like that, that come up on a weekly basis. And so this uh, webinar happens on Wednesday morning. Uh, starting at 10 a.m. and 10, 10 to, or excuse me, oh my goodness, 8 a.m., <laughs> 8 a.m. to 8.30 uh, weekly. So sometimes topics are announced the week of just because, you know, it is really kind of timely information uh, and, and, and things like that. But uh, the one coming up here tomorrow, May 17th, is uh, corn and soybean planting. So, you know, maybe it'll get a little bit more of an update as far as statewide. Things are going on statewide from some of our specialists there. Uh, rather than from me, uh, what's going on here in our area. But uh, I think that'll be really good, and I'll, I'll be there. I, I think I'll be on the road at that point, but I'll be, I'll be tuning in in the car. Uh, and you can register for those at z.umn.edu slash strategic-farming. Uh, and, again, those are every Wednesday at 8 a.m. All right, and just a final word here on uh, weed management. Uh, you've got a podcast that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, real quick. So there was actually a podcast that was already released. I believe it was last week. Uh, and I took a listen to it, and I just wanted to highlight it. Uh, this is from our University of Minnesota Extension IPM podcast. Uh, and we had uh, Dave Nikolai and uh, Dr. Seth Nave and Dr. Devlin Serengi talk about some of the weeds, uh, weed management tactics for early season, um, and talked a little bit about weeds like water hemp, uh, things that will be emerging here coming up with some of these warmer temperatures and talked about some of the herbicide uh, options. So I thought it was a great listen, and I just wanted to highlight it here. Uh, You can listen to it anywhere that you find podcasts or look for it on Minnesota Crop News or Transistor, which is where we house all of our podcasts. Terrific. Well, Taylor, it's uh, always great to have you in. A lot of great information there, and Mm -hmm. uh, our best to uh, new intern Natalie Newman. We uh, hopefully will meet her at some point here this summer as well. Finish up, if you will, with uh, where people can contact you if they have any specific questions or want to get into something different. Yeah, definitely. Yep, I'm always available to come out and uh, check out a field. If, if you see something like alfalfa weevil or some of the other things that we saw in alfalfa last week uh, or, you know, any other crops, corn, soybeans, what have you, uh, give me a call at 612 394 5229, and I'd be happy to come out and check out your field. Yesterday was a great day being out in the fields every day, all day, and uh, would love to do a little bit more of that. So definitely don't hesitate to let me know. All right. Sounds great. Well, Taylor, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, and we appreciate your knowledge, and uh, we hope to uh, talk to you again here next month, and hopefully we'll be well on our way to uh, to growing the growing season by that time. Oh, definitely. Yep. Thanks, Tim. All right. Take care. Thanks very much. Taylor Herbert is an extension educator specializing in crops with the Wright, McLeod, and Meeker County U of M Extension offices on our spotlight today here on KRWC.